When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Thriller Thursdays, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, episode 164, Destination D. Yeah, Hank is headed south towards Clay Road. This should be interesting. What do you think he's doing? I'm guessing he's headed to the interstate. He may be doing what we've been doing. Assessing targets? You think they haven't decided yet? I think that's a good bet. Otherwise, he'd have Louis get on the first flight here. I also find it very hard to believe that Louis would leave Baltimore without causing some sort of disruption. I agree. There's nothing more frustrating than being given a target, doing all of the prep work, than being called off. You just want to blow something up. That's not surprising. Have you ever blown up a restaurant? You're not serious, are you? He's definitely headed for the interstate. Our best bet is to sit tight here and determine where he's going. I agree. We can track him easily from here. If he goes into the university, we can assume he's just doing as he said, assessing the best target. I'm not so sure that he's narrowed it down to just two. Why do you say that? He and Louis spent a lot of time in Baltimore. Hank left suddenly for Houston. I don't think he's spent enough time here to decide on a new target. I know, Sam, that your people are given targets to hit, but... It sounded like to me that this Heinrich fellow was leaving it up to them. But you do recall that he specifically talked about IT job and the transport job at the university. Yes, sir, but to me they sounded like recommendations. I still feel that Hank is exploring more than two possibilities. That's very interesting. Sam, what do you think about that? If there is a different target, the rule is that it must have the same impact as the original. That would hold true for the IT target. You may find another data hub that would achieve the same results, but as far as the STIP hub, well, it's that or nothing. So what do you propose we do? I think we should have a betting pool. Whoever guesses the target and closest to the date wins a dinner of their choice. Oh, Sam, just when you were beginning to make sense. Speaking of making sense, earlier you said Von Longer was rage. What did you mean by that? It means that he doesn't really take orders from anyone. He is the man in charge. But as I heard it, there was a slight falling out between him and Rage leadership. Do you know what happened? I believe Rage wanted him to hit a few stip locations, but Heinrich was obsessed with destroying all of the stip units. His carelessness got him caught. What about his grandson, Stefan? He too tried to carry out his grandfather's plan. His carelessness got him caught too. Since both of them failed that mission, 
I'm guessing that Heinrich still wants to destroy as many STIP units as possible. So are you putting the university on the front burner as a possible target? I'm just saying that given his hatred of STIP travel, it would be a reasonable assumption that it remains a high priority target. You may have a point. Heinrich, as I understand it, really wanted to wipe them all out. He's still headed toward us. We should know what he's up to in a short time. Shout out when you have the runway in sight. On course, on glide path, crossing Tron intersection. Copy, Tron intersection, approaching minimums. Captain Nate, go over the missed approach procedures for me as a refresher. Climb to 3000, turn to 090, intersect vector 075, hold the dorm intersection, three minute right hand pattern. Yeah, that's pretty much what I thought. Cali Tower, Mercury at middle marker. Mercury, you are clear to land, runway 07, winds 080 at 5, altimeter 2992. Roger, 2992, Mercury. I have the strobes. We're almost at decision height, Nate. I have the runway in sight. Tower, Mercury, we have visual approach conditions, landing runway 07. Clear to land, contact when clear the active. Mercury, roger. Now, give me 20 more degrees of flaps and gear down. 20 more flaps. Gear coming down. We have green light on the landing gear. Mercury, we are clear the active. Roger. Contact ground on 123.75. Good day. Mercury, roger. Ground, Mercury, taxi to cargo parking. Mercury, we've been expecting you. Taxi Delta India Lima to cargo space Alpha 2. Copy, Delta India Lima to Alpha 2. Mercury. Well, that was a bumpy one. I'm glad to see you could handle the craft. Well, I hope my gender didn't influence your doubts, Captain Joe Mac. Did I say I had any doubts? A super job, Gabby, for any gender. So, have you seen the ship yet? Be patient. We're still taxiing to parking. Your ship is most likely parked in the same area we're headed. The first thing we need to find is the Viper in Jaffra. He's been here for a while. I'm sure he has some information for you. You really need to be in your seat. I've been strapped in way too long, so I'll take my chances standing, thank you. Here's the Delta India intersection. I see a ground guide up ahead. So, what's our first plan of action? Going through the shutdown checklist, then a spacecraft walk around and tie down. No, I mean getting my ship back. I'm looking out there on the tarmac, I don't see it. We're almost parked. Be patient.
you're in that much of a hurry, I've dropped the ramp. If you need us, you'll know where to find us. Ah, uh, yeah. Thanks, Nate. I'll get in touch with you as soon as I find my ship and crew. You really need a checklist for shutdown? Of course not. I was just messing with him. Mercury, do you read? Got you, Jafra. Joe Mac just bolted out of here looking for a ship. Do you have eyes on it yet? Negative on that. His ship is not here in Cali City. Are you sure? We know it re-entered the atmosphere. My sources here said that his ship landed at an alternate destination. They think it went to an aerodrome not far from here. I suppose Dr. D wanted to avoid prying eyes. Can we get a fix on his location? I'm working on it, but it's not going to be easy. The doctor seems to have quite a bit of influence around here. What's your current location? I'm in the spaceport lounge. I'll wait for you here. We'll be there as soon as we complete shutdown and secure the ship. Should we track down Joe Mac and tell him the bad news? Nah. Let him run around a little bit chasing leads. Maybe it'll calm him down some. Hey, what up? What up with you? I thought you'd be in Annapolis this morning. Well, I'm headed there shortly. I just wanted to stop by first. Has uh, Louis moved yet? Not yet. I think I heard that Hongans are light sleepers. Yeah, light sleepers and heavy partiers. So tell me, how's Kelly working out? Oh, she's doing well. Works hard, very thorough. Of course, you know, she's not you. No. She doesn't fuss at me as near as much as you did. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. I didn't think being concerned about your health was fussing. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't eat that, Jim. Don't drink that, Jim. Come on a fun run with me, Jim. How can you say fun and run together is beyond me? Okay, I'll just let all that catch up to you someday. I know, I know. Look, I'm just having fun with you. Fun, huh? Just wait until you're lying in a hospital bed with a coronary. Then we'll see how much fun you're having. Oh, come on, Slugger. I'm just busting your chops. You know, I have always appreciated your concerns about my health. So I understand you met with Holiday yesterday. What was that all about? He and Barbara were just going over the whole Claire situation. I told him you have pretty much closed the door on that for her. Yeah, I explained that the feds have moved in and took over the case with different charges pending. What was her reaction? Well, she was relieved when I told her that everything was moving to Houston and neither one of them would be in town. So, did they talk to you about increasing your duties? Not so much my duties. More about yours. Mine? What do you mean, mine? I'm retired. That's what I told them. Did you know that Wi-Fi may be on the loose again? What? I thought he was on uh, a maximum security moon prison. At least that's what I heard from uh, Pierman. He was. But evidently there's some crazy scientist who's planning some weird experiment and needed Wi-Fi to complete it. Well, you lost me there. This doctor is an expert in biometric surgery and wants to use Wi-Fi as an experiment. Evidently he has a deep grudge against him. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, what's he experimenting on? He wants to isolate Wi-Fi's brain and biometrics and, well, keep it alive. You know, I don't like Wi-Fi any more than any other person, but that seems a bit excessive. Having conscious thought but no life. So what's this got to do with me? Who else do you know who has capabilities like Wi-Fi? You're kidding. What can I do? I really don't know. 
But if I were to venture a guess, it would be to help track them down if he succeeds. Look, it really doesn't work that way. I, or, or we, can transmit and receive wireless signals. You can do more than that. You showed me at the Mayo Clinic, remember? Yeah, I have telescopic vision in one eye and a built-in translator, but all of that can be uh, replicated with electronic equipment. Well, there's more to it than that, or they wouldn't be throwing your name around. Well, if they're throwing it my way, it very well might be a pass ball. I'm not sure I'm advanced enough to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Wi-Fi. Besides, that sounds like a very risky surgery. There's no guarantee it'll work. According to Pierman, the main reason this so-called doctor had to leave Foldabar is that he had a lot of mistakes lying in the morgue and in shallow graves. I don't think you should go, or even consider it. Wow. You're concerned about me. Concerned? Don't you mean fussing? All right, all right. Feel free to fuss at me at any time. I'll wait and see what Pyramid has to say. In the meantime, did your agents uh, get any glazed donuts this morning? Jim Barnes! Well, this is rather pleasant, being Samless. <laughs> Think it was safe to leave him with Garrett? Sam's not the one you need to worry about. The two of them are canvassing the local diners to see which one Hank prefers. Uh, you're right, of course. Poor Detective Garrett. It appears that Hank may be headed to the university. If he does, what are your plans? We'll head for either visiting parking or just pull in somewhere and watch where he goes. I'm going to call into one of our IDF agents there to see if we can get a pass to park in the reserved area by the plant. If he goes into the plant, I'm sure it will be to case the place. Then once he departs, I'll go in, I'll talk to the supervisor while you two monitor Hank's car. And if he walks to another section of the university? You look young enough to be a grad student. You can follow him. You hear that, Simon? I'm a grad student. What she's saying, Jameson, is that you look like a schoolboy. Yeah, but a grad student schoolboy. <laughs> you two remind me of Garrett and me. I suppose it's universal with junior partners. Nonetheless, Jameson, you would have to keep your distance. He may recognize you from the restaurant. I'm sure I can blend in. He's turning in. This will be interesting to see what he does as far as parking. If your universities are like ours, parking is quite scarce. Not only is it scarce, but visitor parking requires payment with a credit card. You have to pay to park. As a visitor, yes. As a student, no. Okay, he's turning onto Wheeler. He should be turning right onto Calhoun Road. I'm looking at the map here. This is a small city within a city. Yeah, it's huge. No wonder it needs its own power plant. Yes, it is big. Welcome to Texas, gentlemen. Wow, Cali Spaceport really has a nice lounge and restaurant. Yes, it does. Remember, this place was an R&R &R destination back in the war. Uh, there's Jaffa. <laughs> yeah, the big guy's kind of hard to miss. Hey, good to see you two. Any issues landing in this pea soup weather? Nah. Just another walk in the park. What's the status on your cargo? Customs won't be able to get to us for a couple of standard hours. The ship's locked down under quarantine until then. So what's this about Joe Mac's ship? Well, he's not going to find it here. According to the tower, he filed to land at an alternative airport. But they have to pass quarantine and customs to land. 
He got a medical emergency exception and was directed to a medivac strip near the hospital. We'll need some sort of land transport to reach it. Can't you get clearance and fly the Viper there? That landing strip is for medical emergency use only. I don't know, Jaffra. I'm not feeling so well right now. <laughs> nice try, Gabby, but that won't fly, literally. Once your cargo has cleared customs and the biohazard screening, we'll set up a delivery of the medical supplies. I've arranged for a transport truck to haul the supplies to the hospital. Gabby, you'll be making the delivery. I'll be riding along with you. Nate, you'll watch over the Mercury and Captain Tam will be with the Viper. If we need either one of you, we'll call for help. The Mercury really needs two people to safely operate. Yeah, I don't see a scenario where we need both at the same time. That is correct. If we need to transport prisoners, we'll call for the Mercury. Captain Tam, you'll assist Captain Nate. If we need to make a quick escape, bring the Viper. Nate, you'll stay with the Mercury and ready it for launch. That sounds good to me. What about Joe Mac? Hopefully we can convince him to stay with you. I'd prefer Tam assist you if we need the Mercury rather than Joe Mac. I concur. He is a little too emotional about losing his crew and ship. He's liable to go in guns blazing. Speak of the crawl, Master. Well, what are you all doing, just sitting around? Why aren't you out looking for my crew and ship? They're not here. They landed at an alternate strip. An alternate strip? Well, let's go get them. Can't believe you're all just sitting here in the lounge. We need to get after them. Captain Joe Mack, just sit down. Sit down? Are you serious? You want me to sit down while my crew and ship are at another landing strip? I don't think so. We can't get to them right now. It's a restricted zone. So sit down and calm down. That's right. Dr. D claimed a medical emergency and was cleared to land for triage. And, before you say it, we can't do the same thing because our ships have already landed and have not cleared customs or quarantine. Uh, have a seat there, Skippy. Order yourself a chill pill. Look, I don't mean to make a scene, but we're talking about my crew and ship. We need to be doing something other than just sitting in a spaceport lounge. We are doing something. Tam has secured a delivery vehicle. Once Nate's cargo has been cleared, Gabby and I will be delivering medical supplies to the hospital. That's where your ship landed. <laughs> then I'll be on that truck too. Think about that. You're the one person that Dr. D knows. If he sees you, you might lose everything. He's never seen Jaffra or Gabby. I'll be standing by with the Viper if they need a quick extraction. And you can be aboard the Mercury with me. That is, if you think you're calmed down enough to assist me. If you're comfortable with Joe Max staying with you, we can alter our plan. Tam can stay with the Viper in case we need extra help. And Joe Mac, you can stay with the Mercury. Look, as much as I hate the whole thing, my appearance would be a dead giveaway. All right, I agree to the plan. But to tell you the truth, I wouldn't mind going in there with both ships and taking over the place. Have you been there before? No. In fact, I've only been there once. But I never disembarked. We did a quick turnaround cargo haul. I've been in that hospital. It's like a small fortress. There's no rushing in to rescue your crew. You'd be stopped before you got within a click of that place. Well, I'm impressed, Gabby. What, that I'm familiar with this hospital? No, I'm impressed that a Yank would use kilometers instead of miles. Well, don't be. It was a requirement when I signed up with the IDF. It's very similar to their intergalactic standard measurements. I'm glad that's settled. The last thing we need is for Dr. D to see it. Think about it. He thinks you're still adrift in that shuttle. <laughs> Which is the very place I want to put him when this is all over.
James, I'm glad you could make it on such short notice. Kate told me about her meeting with Holiday and O'Neill. Is that what this is about? Yes. How do you feel about going back into space? Well, if the Federation needs me, I'm ready to serve in any way I can. Well, a lot of people are concerned. You're no spring duck anymore. No chicken. It's spring chicken. And no, I'm not. But by far, I'm not the oldest one to go into space. True, but those before you only went for a ride. You'll be doing a lot of hands-on work. In spite of what Kate told you, I'm fine. I feel great now. Now, what's this about some doctor isolating Wi-Fi's brain? Dr. Dura Cooley. Wait, Dr. what? Hm, I believe you mean who. Let's just call him Dr. D. He was found to be doing illegal surgeries on people at the Boldabar Research Center. He escaped leaving a lot of failed experiments in shallow graves. From what we understand, he successfully captured Wi-Fi and freed him from the IDF Lunar Detention Camp. I'm beginning to see why you need me now. This nut job wants Wi-Fi's brain for what? Advancing biometric research? Who really knows? He's criminally insane. Maybe he thinks he can develop human-controlled computers. We really don't know. But you need me because of my biometric implant. It's an asset that the team pursuing him might be able to use. Now the trip there is just shy of 40 hours. You'll stop over at the BSS for a briefing with the controller. My brother will give you the latest intel and arrange for transport to Cali. When can you leave? <laughs> Yesterday. Get things squared away with Kelly and Kate on the Louis situation and be here at 0700 for departure. As always, should you or any member of your IDF team be caught or killed, the secretary will disavow knowledge of your actions. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I always wanted to say that. You had me worried there for a second. Okay, now, who will I be teaming up with? My brother will give you all the details when you arrive. From what I know, you'll team up with your old friend Nate aboard the Mercury, with him as the captain and pilot of a fighter called the Ulysses, which is in dock for upgrades, and a bounty hunter named Jafra. Oh man, it'll be good to see Nate again. You're nearly 40 hours behind on what the current situation is, right? Yes, the latest is the crew has departed for Cali. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, isn't it some kind of resort? Yes, originally it was an R&R &R destination during the war. Now it's a vacation destination. You know, that sounds like the perfect destination for Nate. I'll probably find him sipping drinks with an umbrella under an umbrella. All right, see you in the morning. It appears he's stopped by the power plant. There's a dirt parking area just to the west of the building across from the plant. Where should we park? I did get an answer from our IDF contact in the plant. Turn here and drive to the end of the plant. We have a reserve slot we can use. You think he'll see us? I don't think so. He's between us and the parking space and the plant entrance. Look, there. Is that Hank crossing the street? That's him. He looks pretty preoccupied with the map or something. People still use maps? Yes, Jameson. They're actually quite handy. They don't have batteries you constantly need to recharge. It's the second one from the end. Go ahead and pull in and we'll wait. This puts us in an awkward position. He knows you and Garrett because you interviewed him in an arson case. And he might recognise Agent Simon and myself from that Baltimore restaurant. <laughs> you know what that means. I never thought I would say this, but yes, we need Sam. He's the only one Hank hasn't seen. 
Captain Richards, where exactly is this big stip transfer point? Inside the plant, there's a utility room that leads to a storage area. There's a secret panel leading to an elevator. That elevator will take you several stories down to the transfer point. It seems like there would be a lot of people coming and going. I'm sure there's a large staff operating the system. There is, but the STIP system, as you well know, operates like a light rail system. Its travel points are fixed. This station is different from the one at Martin State. How so? Well, at Martin State, the STIP would arrive and then be transferred to an alternate Earth to the other Martin State. From there, they can travel internationally or to another main hub. Here it's different. This is the Southwestern Hub. It allows you to travel as far as west as Las Vegas, as far north as the International Falls, and east to Memphis. At any of those locations, you could travel internationally. For galactic trips, you go to their alternate Earth location for a transfer. I see. So workers here probably commute to work via a stip. I see how vulnerable the system is now. Yes. They could plant a large bomb here, set to detonate after they depart the separate stip units. They could also send a time device to this International Falls, while one took a stip to Las Vegas and the other to Memphis. And succeed in destroying all stip travel west of Mississippi. Is this Hank's plan, or will he decide on the IT target? How will Kate and Kelly deal with Jim's departure? And will Joe Mack keep his promise to stay back? Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles Target Acquisition. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com.